Welcome. This is Jazz, Just the Way We Like It, my weekly podcast. Recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn, Free Speech Radio. Jazz, Just the Way We Like It, plays those classic jazz songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those songs I grew up on, listened to as a young man. And here I am now, playing them for your pleasure. Well, folks, another week, another podcast. I'm here in the studio with my good friend, Lawrence Williams. How you doing, Larry? All right, what's up, man? Good, good to have you, man. Good to be here. Yeah, another week, man. We're in November, brother. How about that? That is, move this, this time is moving fast on me. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh. Picking up, you know, uh, the thing is, we are one year away from the presidential election. Yep, and the field is narrowing down. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. beginning to get serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because you have a an impeachment inquiry going on during the election year. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how this plays out. Wow. Yeah, I'm curious as to how this is going to play out. I I doubt very seriously if they're going to uh, impeach him uh, because of the Senate. Um, but it's a possibility that the House may vote on it and get it through. Um, yeah. You know, there's already been a couple of Democrats who have uh, voted the other way. Yeah. I got to give one thing to the Republicans. They are loyal to the T through any administration that I've seen. They, 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 they've, they've shown me loyalty against Obama and loyalty for Trump. It's almost that. like they're led blindly. Like they don't, they, they, whoever is the leader of their party and gives direction, they don't think. They just, they just do whatever the party does. Well, that's that's uh, maybe that's too of a generalization, but no, no, yeah. Well, well, you know, you you said a lot there, man, because you know when you said they don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that uh, this kind of blind loyalty. I think it's also to being reelected to power, uh, to how they see. It comes down to you know how people see and define the role and purpose of government. Because that will dictate economics. That will dictate everything. Uh, that will dictate the policies, international affairs, how they see it. And the Republicans have a, a view of, of America, of Americans, and the place in the world, which is different from the, Dem- the Democrats in terms of their view of the role of government. Uh, so, hey. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll see how this plays out, man, you know. I've seen enough of these elections uh, not to get overexcited and not to jump to conclusions too early. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's just right now, it's too early to see who is going to be, um, who's going to be the Democratic uh, nominee. Yeah. Um, you know, Biden was, you know, heading up the, uh, heading it up there for a second, and now he's. You know, it's between him and uh, Elizabeth, I think. I think those are the two that are the top. And Bernie, though he has the youth behind him, um, he had this little heart attack. And that that's, you know, that's going to take away from um, from his campaign, I think. I think that's not going to help him. But he rebounded in the polls. The thing of it is, it's too early. Iowa will begin to make the difference. Okay. You know, when you, when you look at the, I mean, a lot of the nominees were like in third and fourth place. Yeah. And then ended up taking nom- Iowa, <coughs> excuse me, in the past. So it's, it's kind of hard to tell at this point. Right. All right, Larry, let's move on, man. Uh, we always start the show with a song <laughs> that uh, reflects social concerns, social issues that address the human condition. And uh, in terms of the re- election and next year, I think this song is kind of appropriate. It's Aretha Franklin singing, uh, A Change Is Gonna Come. 
Aretha Franklin, a change is going to come. Larry, man, you remember that, of course. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. That Sam Cooke song, man, that song reflects. I know it, it sort of had a resurfacing with the Malcolm X movie, right? Yes. That was in the Malcolm X movie. But that song, man, um, when Sam Cooke did it, man, you know, it was it was like uh, people looked at it as almost as an anthem to the civil rights movement and mm-hmm. stuff that was happening during that time. Yeah, it was definitely apropos. Yeah, so hopefully uh, it's appropriate for that next presidential election because we definitely need a change. All right, now let's get some jazz, man. Here's an old Freddie Hubbard piece, man, oh, yes. called uh, 
Black Angel, Freddie Hubbard.
That was Black Angel, Freddie Hubbard, recorded in 1970 with uh, James Spaulding on uh, flute and alto sax, Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Reggie Workman on bass. I brought that album in the early 70s, maybe 71. Uh, That was my first Freddie Hubbard album I, I brought. Yeah, I think that was mine as well. Uh, I just noticed that flutter at the end. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, that that would be like the wings of the the angel, like, yeah, flying away. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. You, it, it, you know, you can listen to these albums years later, and you hear it with a different ear. Yeah, yes, yes, 100%. Yeah. 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 I think I might have brought that album because of that sister on the cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't one, the, the, the motivation, it was definitely part, part of, of it. Part of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. for sure. That's Freddie Hubbard. Yeah, that was uh, good. It's a nice piece that I like, man. It's uh, Bill Evans, man. And Bill Evans is one of the, one of the, one of my favorite piano players, man. He's the guy that played a lot with Miles Davis, man. Recorded a lot on his own. Uh, here's a piece he did when I fall in love. Bill Evans on piano. Sit back and enjoy this one, folks.
That's Bill Evans with the Bill Evans Trio, When I Fall in Love. It's amazing, Larry, with a piano, bass, and drum can sound like. Oh, my goodness. The way that he talked, the, the, the timing of each note is just so beautiful. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's without a doubt a, a genius. You know, when he played with Miles, he had a close relationship with John Coltrane, and he was very influential in up, up exposing John Coltrane to Eastern philosophy because uh, Bill Evans was considered the mystic intellectual of the Miles Davis group, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he was reading all these books on Eastern and Indian philosophy. And that's how Train got introduced to it and interested. It was Bill Evans that uh, introduced him. Wasn't aware of that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And that, you know, of course, that. Eastern philosophy and thinking had a major influence on John Coltrane's music. As well as Alice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's Bill Ben. That's, that's another another genius on the piano, but, but also a lady that can sing. Let's go back, man, a little time machine with Ella Fitzgerald and Duke Ellington. And it don't mean a thing if you're... Don't have that swing. Make no difference if you're sweet or hot. 
Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald. It don't mean a thing if you don't have Getting a that, great night's sleep is easier than ever. <laughs> I just like that one, Larry. That was bad, man. Oh, she's scared so beautifully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has the voice for it, man. Yeah, yep, yep. And it's like, wow. It's, it's just, it's a gift. Yeah, and you can appreciate Ellington on piano and his band back there. Yeah. Uh, man, they, they just blend together on that, man. They were working that song. They were working that. That's for sure. Yeah, man, you got to go back sometime, man, to appreciate the beauty of some of these giants uh, with such artistic ability. Yeah, he, yeah. he teamed up with a, quite a few musicians and Teamed up with Train at one point. Not, yeah. I mean, like they've done records together, and yeah. you know, with other people. But this one was very special. I, I think it was very yeah. special with the two of them getting together, two giants, you yeah. know. And Duke, Duke's uh, uh, one of one of his his strengths was this guy was a master composer and writer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and director, man. This guy, uh, 
Yeah, and you know, uh, he he can like you say blend with a lot of lot of musicians and singers, man. But this one was whoa. This yeah, oh man, that was that was that was something above. <laughs> yeah. Let's stay back there in the day, man. This is a uh, uh, Clifford Brown with Max Roach on a piece called Cherokee. Clifford Brown, Max Roach, Cherokee. Sit back and enjoy.
That was Clifford Brown and Max Roach on a piece called Cherokee from the Study in Brown album. Wow, Larry, you can really appreciate the brilliance and the uh, of Clifford Brown, man, and such a tragedy of such a great musician lost so young, man. But that was a great piece there, some fabulous solos, huh? Yeah, that was definitely a great piece. Uh, I thought that at first, like, it started out like... Uh, a stereotype uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Native American piece, and then it went into something else yeah. totally, different. totally different. The totally different, I and was it was not beautiful. Going to play it because of that stereotypical. Yeah, that that was there. yeah, but that was that was to bring out something. Yeah, and then the and what he did with that. Yeah. It just expanded it. But that was in the you know that was back in the fifties, so that that was yeah. acceptable. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely acceptable, and and it was it was quite okay to do that. You know, but a lot of people don't. That's another thing. Most people don't get it. That, or maybe, maybe, maybe I don't get it. Uh, stuff happened in the past. You just can't just just put that under the rug, like it didn't happen. You know, I, you have to accept things for what they were. You know, that's that was that's that was that was quite okay to to do that. You know, back then, but it's not now. Um, yeah. Though, though, we still have teams that are. Using Native Americans, uh, yeah, you know, for, and doing the same same type of thing, but yeah. that's the self. Accept the past for what it was. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, don't allow that to influence the present. But you know, you don't. That's not South, man. That's Washington D.C. where you got the Redskins. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's you what know, I'm saying. That's There's a still whole different. Yeah. You know, well, that's Mason they Dixon. refused. The owner refused to change the name. Yeah. He's not. He's not going to change it. As long as he's living, it's not going to be changed. Yeah, well. Yeah. You need a, a new owner. Yeah. Uh, let's move on, man. Here's, a, here's the man, the man, Sonny Rollins, man. Sonny Rollins, man. He can take a classic American waltz like the Tennessee waltz, man, and change it into this, folks. Sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
Sonny Rollins on Tennessee Walls. Man, he plays that, man. And, you know, he doesn't overplay it. And he, you know, plays it within the melody, man. But he can he can play it. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I love that. That was really good. Yeah, this is sometimes Sonny Rollins has a style with with uh, pieces he play, man, that are uh, just absolutely beautiful, beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, let's get to some voices, man. Here's a guy I really didn't know, and I picked up on him later on in life, Gregory Porter. And this is, uh, I love the song, man. I love the song, Being Born in Harlem Hospital. Uh-huh. And living my first couple of years in Harlem. Uh, and I used to live in Harlem, man, a few years back. On my way to Harlem. Check it out, folks. Gregory Porter.
Hey, there goes that A train. Gregory Porter, On My Way to Harlem from the Be Good album. Larry. I've never heard him before, but that is a great song, number one. Number two, the quintet that was behind him was smoking. And number three, I thought the trumpet player sounded a lot like Donald Byrd to me. It had the style of Donald Byrd a little bit to me. Mm. It was that sweet melody. I mean, the way that he was hitting those notes, it was like, and you know, it's probably not him, but it it was. It sounded so much like like him to me. Well, we got to play some more Gregory Porter. Oh yeah, this is this is really. I mean, yeah. I, I got to check him out. Yeah, folks. I hope you enjoyed that, man. That was a uh, wow. On my way to Harlem. I love the lyrics, man. Yeah, talking about Ellington and talking about Hughes, Langston Hughes in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, up in oh, Harlem, yeah. that, that that's where the uh, the Harlem Renaissance. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man, folks, it's uh, getting to be that time. There I go, there I I go, there I go, there I go. I enjoyed being here. This was like a great show today, too, man. You brought something new to my ear. Uh, So that was really cool. That's great. That's great. I want to thank everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And uh, music all around until me. next time, music that peace keeps and love. Me so very very close, close to me. you turns me your slave. Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies. How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you, baby, come here, don't have no fear, oh, is there wonder why, I'm really feeling in the mood for love.